So yeah, that's why I'm not allowed back in Century 21. Oh hey, didn't see you there. Welcome to the second episode of the UCast. In this UCast, we're just going to be talking about uh, self-care and how to uh, take care of yourself and self-care. <laughs> uh, no, this is just going to be uh, my thoughts. Uh, your host, Jay, that's me. Uh, your, my thoughts on how you should be taking care of yourself, especially now since... Um, this whole crazy things happening, and this crazy things happening, and that's not good. So we have to take care of ourselves so we don't go crazy, like all the memes say. <clears throat> Just a disclaimer before this episode starts, please don't take anything I say seriously, because I'm just giving advice on what I would do and what I would recommend. I even do some of these things. However, do not t uh, take any of this advice if you feel it's not safe for you to do it or if you feel that it's not going to help you. So only take this advice if you feel like it'll benefit you and everyone else around you who's worried about you. Thank you. So yeah, everyone's heard about self-care days, but what are they exactly? They're a day, usually a vacation day you would take off of school or work, to um, reflect upon yourself, make yourself feel better if you're under a lot of stress, pressure, or just in an overall bad mood, and there's not really short-term ways to fix it, so you have to take a whole day to yourself. And I think self-care days are amazing. They actually work really well. But what exactly should you do on a self-care day? Self-care days are all about you. You want to make them about yourself. They're your one day to spend being selfish, unless you're already a selfish person, in which case, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so, yes, self-care days should consist of um, doing what you want. So, you could read a book, you can enlighten yourself, and no one's forcing you to um, learn, so it's not going to be unpleasant, because that's the reason a lot of people hate reading at such a young age, is because reading is a chore to them instead of something that they legitimately want to do. So uh, you can enlighten yourself with books or media. Just don't go on Twitter. That place is scary. Uh, you can eat yourself some frozen grapes. And I heard if you're having a really depressed day, you can eat an orange in the shower. Now, I've personally never tried this. I've just heard this somewhere else. But um, eating an orange in the shower apparently helps with a depressed attitude. It, I don't understand how. It could be the smell, the wonderful fragrance that's mixed with your bodily odor <laughs> from the shower. I'm sorry for ruining that for everyone. So uh, eat some fruit, eat some uh, something tasty, eat your favorite dessert, eat your favorite meal, cook yourself something up if you want to. Like me personally, whenever I want to de-stress, I spend my time in the kitchen because I'm always distracted with something. In the kitchen, I'm either cooking or eating or uh, I like to do uh, work in the kitchen, too, because it's just a change of air, but since it's hot now, it's always hot in the kitchen. But uh, I like to spend um, a lot of time in the kitchen cooking for myself. As I've said in the previous episode, I, in my drug of choice, um, I had this fried rice I love to make. So, yes, I would spend my time in the kitchen. That's what I would do on a self-care day. I would... Um, go over what I uh, would like to do. So that would involve me writing since I, uh, my form of art that I like to specialize in is writing. I don't write anything in uh, specific, but um, I write with the intention of eventually turning it into a script and eventually a short play or something like that, even though I'm not that interested in theater. 
I am interested in acting, though. Uh, main inspiration for me would be um, the YouTube channel Smosh, which is sketch comedy. And I always find it so entertaining and interesting how they build a family just because their job is to joke around with each other. But even they need self-care days, even though every day they enjoy. Now, there are many types of self-care days. You can take a self-care day if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling stressed. And you can take a self-care day if you're feeling lonely. You can um, just take a self-care day if you need some more fun in your life. So what uh, this is just going to go over what your self-care day should be made up of uh, depending on how you're feeling and what's the reason your self-care day is happening right now. So uh, if you're having a stressful um, week or day or you're just feeling overall stress building up and you want to take a self-care day for it, you should take the day for yourself. Meditation is always a good example. Meditation, uh, not meaning like the yoga, focusing your chakra and aligning your eyes, opening your third eye or something like that. Like that. I just mean reflecting on yourself and how you approach things. So that would be um, while you're meditating, you just close your eyes and you think about what's my schedule? What should I do? And how am I going to take care of it? Because um, stress usually comes from oh, your brain being overloaded. So if you just take the time to unload all that equipment and organize it into something that's consistent, straightforward, and easy to take care of, that'll get rid of your stress. Um, so meditation is a good when you're taking uh, when you have a stressful day. Um, another way to let off some steam is well um, to work out. If you just power hard and make yourself tired you won't have enough energy to um, be stressed anymore after you uh, you work off all of that anger or stress or absolute hatred towards what you're stressed about. So that would be, uh, well, I'm recording this in the time of quarantine, so exercise would either be jogging super early in the morning, uh, even though your self-care day would be like, uh, would start uh, with you in a good mood, not waking up at 5 a.m. like I have. <laughs> but so jogging, um, if you live in the city, just jog around a couple blocks. And uh, if you live near a park, you can always jog around the park. If you have a little puppy doggo, you can take them with you. Just don't wake them up to do so because they won't have the energy to jog themselves around. Um, you, uh, if you're at home and uh, you don't have easy access to a park or something like that, you can do body weight exercises. So body weight exercises would be... Um, push-ups, wall sits, stuff like that. You don't need weights, you don't need equipment, you just need your own arms and legs and body and head and organs. Well, you kind of need that for everything, but yes, letting off some steam in the form of exercise is good. Um, another way you can let off steam is, well, you can have an argument, uh, an argument with yourself in the mirror. Just confront yourself about problems you're having. You can pretty much vent to yourself. A lot of people do this in the shower if they're uh, just in a bad mood. They can, they imagine the argument as if it played out in their favor perfectly. Um, of course, that there's a low chance that the perfect, absolute perfect scenario is going to happen, but that's at least a way to get past it. So letting off steam and meditating are really good ways to de-stress yourself. Um, you can also be a glutton and just eat everything you see, but you're going to have to keep working out, so... <laughs> I don't know if that'll stress you out more, but just be an, an, just entirely be a glutton. 
if you're ever feeling stressed. And this pretty much works for every type of discomfort. Just be a glutton. And uh, yes, well, that's what to do if you're stressed out. Okay, for this next segment, this will be about uh, self-care days if you're feeling pretty sad. And I don't mean depressed, because depression is something you can get help for if it's something that you do want, if you don't think you can handle on your own. So yes, depression, go get some help over uh, virtual therapy right now is the best option. Uh, just have virtual um, dates set up with a therapist. Just If you don't get a good therapist, it's going to discourage you a lot. So if you do get a pretty bad therapist, don't lose hope. It's not that you're not uh, you're not fixable. It's that <clears throat> they didn't fix you the right way. So you just have to have a good therapist in order for you to get over this uh, depression. If you want to get over it, if you think you can handle it on your own, then that's completely fine. But if that doesn't work for about maybe possibly half a year, if you're like um, consistently and actively trying to stop it, if it doesn't work over half a year, consider getting a virtual therapist appointment. But uh, other than that, if you're feeling sad, you have to surround yourself with the positive things. Now, um, finding positive things is pretty hard if you don't know what to look for. Um, it, try uh, If you're living by yourself and haven't talked to family in a while, uh, try considering calling your parents or just calling your family in general. I know some people have uh, issues with their family, and that's why they're not living with them. Then uh, there are other options out there, definitely such as uh, calling some friends, you can, or at least calling people you hang out with. I know that people that are in Facebook groups have uh, Facebook groups, Discord calls, and uh, people that regularly play video games. They have friends lists and uh, genuine chats that they have with, uh, regularly have with people. That's how I got to know a bunch of friends that I um, don't talk to that much now. But I had a blast with them for like the past two years. Now, if you have, uh, if there are a lack of people you can contact, uh, if they're at work or something, or if they are just not wanting to talk to you for some reason, that's the reason they're making you sad, you can consider um, making some new friends. Um, it's hard to divorce friends, is advice I got. But I've learned that through um, making new friends, you can kind of slow progress with those friends you want to divorce with, therefore making it easier to split off eventually. If you just slowly stop talking to them every day, eventually stop talking to them every other day, eventually stop talking to them every week, and then from that, it just goes on to stop talking to them, and only talking to them whenever they check up on you or if you need something from them. Now, I'm not saying use your friends. I'm saying that um, you, if you need to, like, uh, borrow something for, like, a day. If you need, like, a... Yeah. I'm not saying, like, uh, straight up um, use them to get what you want. I'm saying that you can still be friends with them, but you don't have to talk to them every day. But, uh, yes, I lost my train of thought, but uh, we'll kick it off from here. Oh, yes, um, you can start making some new friends. As soon as the Backstreet Boys reunion tour is over, you, um, there are places you can go. Uh, there are straight-up dating apps where uh, you, um, you and a group of friends, uh, you're the one with the app, and you can scroll through and scroll through 
uh, people, and they can bring their own group of friends too, so it's not like awkward or weird or creepy. Yeah, um, so that's a good way. Uh, if dating apps aren't your thing, then Discord. Uh, joining a Discord server of a YouTuber you watch. For me, I made a bunch of my Discord friends from one server. They're the only ones I really talk to. I haven't made friends from any other server. So, um, yes, I, yeah, I made a bunch of friends from one Discord server, and those guys carried me through two years when I was feeling especially, like, uh, I was a shy kid, like, three years ago, so those uh, guys, since I knew I probably wouldn't ever see them again, or ever, really, um, they really uh, let me open up, and, uh, yeah, that's it for loneliness. Sadness. I meant sadness. Now, as a person who has gone through many levels of loneliness, some severe, some not too severe, I can tell some people how to deal with it, because I'm sure advice obviously doesn't work for everybody, but this is just what worked for me. So for me, what, hap uh, what changed my loneliness is imaginary friends. Now, that might be seen as an immature thing to do, something that only kids would do, but seriously talking to someone when no one's there isn't a sign of a crazy person. It's a sign of someone who needs help. So for me, I would just uh, imagine scenarios where I would have someone to talk to. Um, that's actually how a lot of people uh, should deal with loneliness. If, let's say, uh, the advice is given for if you're stranded on a desert island or something, or something like that, where you have no one else to talk to, you would either make a pet or um, uh, animate a non-living object. So Wilson from Stranded. Stranded is the movie name? I'm not sure. But uh, yes, Wilson the volleyball is an example. Not sure if that helped, but uh, it's really sad when he died. Um, but yes, that's uh, how I would deal with it. And that's how I dealt with it when I was experiencing it. I came up with someone to talk to. Now, if talking to imaginary people is not your coping mechanism of choice, as I said earlier, getting a pet is wonderful. I did not do that because I live in a small apartment and also, well, I'm allergic, which is sad. I can't cuddle puppies for too long or else my face decides to puff up and make me not want to live anymore. But that's okay, because uh, a lot of people aren't allergic to dogs, so... <laughs> If you, if, you, if you want a little pupper or a little kitty or, hell, even a bird. A bird is a nice, per, is, they, they like cuddles. They like cuddles. They like to be held. They like to be played with. Same with many pets. But yes, getting a pet is a wonderful way to deal with loneliness because it gives, pets will never stop loving you as long as you give them the right amount of love. Uh, people that abuse their pets are, in my opinion, horrible people. And I'm sure that uh, those pets will be uh, sh ha could have been taken away from those people and given to new owners who actually do care about them. It's really sad how many pets don't have a wonderful life. And uh, there are organizations out there to that let you save these animals in need. But uh, getting a pet is nice because you get to uh, cuddle them whenever they want and whenever you want as well. Unless you have a cat, they are basically sundares. They secretly like you, but they don't know how to show it, so they hate you. <laughs> uh, and dogs have 
unrelenting love for you, which gets annoying sometimes. And birds, they just, they just, they just need a lot of attention, and they need something to entertain them. And now a self-care day if you're in need of some fun. Everybody needs fun in their life. If they have low fun, they end up not thinking about anything else except for sadness and sticking to the same routine. So basically, um, a self-care day in when you're in need of something fun, you could distract yourself if uh, and not worry about many chores. Get them done in the morning so you have all um, day to do whatever you want. Since the whole um, Backstreet Boys reunion tour is going on, uh, <laughs> sorry, that's just on my mind right now to call the thing, but the Backstreet Boys reunion tour is going on right now, so we can't really go outside. So what you should do is learn how to bake some freaking bread like every other person. You know, baking bread is easy, and I am absolutely kidding. I am... I sometimes am a bandwagoner, but not for this. I do not want to learn how to bake. I know I said I liked cooking in the last episode, but this is different, yeah? But self-care day fun. Think of something fun you can do. If you have a, if you're living with someone currently, or if you have someone staying with you, you could play some games with them. So that would include video games, since the Switch's popularity bursted in the Backstreet Boys reunion tour phase. What's surprising is that the sales of the overall sales of the Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One are all completely different. The Switch, um, all variations of the Switch are at 14 million. All variations of the PlayStation are at 12 million. But all variations of the Xbox One, only 4 million. Now, I have no say in this, other than I've been a loyal Nintendo fan since I was, like, four or three. I don't know when I got my DS. Not even DS. Game Boy Advance SP, but that's besides the point. Video games are a great way because, well, video games, there's a video game out there for everyone. I know that uh, Nintendo on the Switch just released a, a bunch of board games, so uh, if you don't own the board games, you can get play them on your switch but speaking of board games haha segue am i right haters <laughs> board games are another form of game if you're not into video games or if you don't have a video game console uh yes board games are a fun way to play and they are they're available off the grid and so you don't have to worry about using too much power if that's a concern of yours um, another form of fun would be, now, if you have no one to play board games with, or if games in general aren't your, um, choice of entertainment, the TV is also uh, something you can watch. If you have streaming services, binge-watching is something that many people do on their self-care day. Um, and also, you, uh, if you have cable television, just scroll through. Uh, channel surf, that's what it's called, I believe. Channel surfing, you'll find something you're interested in, and you'll end up enjoying it a lot. So yes, the TV is a wonderful way to spend the day. I'm sure all parents would never love to hear that. 
Now, I, I may be biased on a lot of the things I say just because I'm younger and don't have the same opinions as parents, but I'm just doing what I can. Again, from the disclaimer, if you don't want to, don't take anything I say seriously because they're just what I think. And uh, just, just in case there's someone out there that can relate to me, um, I'll give them advice if they can't find it themselves. Now, if you're willing to um, go outside during the Backstreet Boys reunion tour, do not. Um, uh, do not if you're over the age of 60 and have any type of uh, disorder in the form of immune system or in or uh, lung disorder or something of the such that would put you more at risk. Please do not for the safety of yourself and the people around you. But uh, yes, if you're an early bird or a night owl, you can go outside without much of a risk because no one's out during that time. So at night, uh, the safest thing to possibly do is just take a night drive. Just drive somewhere. And uh, if you live near some um, some mountains, you can drive through the mountains, see how those go. I know in California, they do that a lot if you live near L.A. Um, as for if you're an early bird, you can also be taking that drive. Or you can go to a park. Uh, you can feed the birds. You can uh, bring a book with you. You can uh, stare into the sky because the sky is mesmerizing. But yes, that's uh, those are good ways to stay off the grid and also uh, have fun. That concludes this episode of UCAS. Unfortunately, we're running up on our time. So a uh, quick shout out to our social media, Y-O-U underscore C-A-S-T, all lowercase. We had a change since last episode. So yes, UCAST on Instagram, Y-O-U underscore C-A-S-T underscore. Thank you, and see you next time. Signing off for now. And now, time for the bloopers. Now for self-care day, if you're feeling freely, uh, really, really, uh, boo boo now, if talking to imaginary people is not your thing, of sh is not your sway of da ba da ho. Now, if you're taking a uh, no, I messed it up again. Well said, well said. Where are you? So yeah, I took a knife and stabbed the moose. <laughs> I don't know what a meme is.